Hello and welcome to the How BJJ Works podcast, the podcast where we do a deep dive and explore a concept or topic that was covered in the weekly blog post on the website. My name is Justin and I am your host. I'm a three-stripe purple belt who's been training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about seven years. This podcast is mostly targeted at newcomers to BJJ or those who are curious about the sport and would like to learn more before taking the plunge. That being said, all are welcome. And if you've been training for a while but just like to listen to people talk about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, please take a seat and stay a while. Today we're going to talk about how to find a BJJ gym in your local area. And this is part of the 7-step Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Beginner's Guide that I just released on the website. And we're going to do one podcast for each of those sections, so we'll, we'll have seven episodes in total when it's all said and done. To get started, we're first going to talk about how to find a gym using Google Maps or Bing Maps or whatever kind of map uh, platform you like to use. So you're just going to type in BJJ near me and that's going to deliver you a number of results based on proximity to your location where you're searching from. So if you're on your mobile phone and you're doing research you might end up with different results than if you were at your home or at your work. So keep that in mind when you're doing this search. If you're on the go and you're doing some research, you can also search for BJJ your city and your state. So if you're living in Columbus, Ohio, you would search for BJJ Columbus, Ohio. That's going to deliver local results that may not necessarily be in your exact proximity, but you'll at least be able to get a feeling for how many gyms are in your area, whether they have a website, whether they have social media presence, the number of reviews, kind of get an overview of what's around you. And we'll go into the specifics of what you should look for uh, in the next episode. So just as a little heads up, the next episode will be the 15 questions you need to ask before you choose a gym. So that'll be kind of be your research phase of uh, the specific gym. But right now we're just researching what is in the area? What are our options? What do we even have to choose from? So what we're going to look for during this section of the research is what is in a proximity of about 15 to 20 minutes of your home and of your work and areas of the city that you may frequent. So for example, um, for me personally, uh, I have a pretty long commute to get to work. So I actually end up going to jiu-jitsu after work and it ends up being a really long day. I just do that a couple days a week. Usually end up spending about three hours at the gym when it's all said and done. And then I do end up catching a couple weekend classes a bit closer to home as well. But this actually works for me pretty well because it's about an hour to an hour and a half commute to get to work. So I find it's better to just prepare for a long day, go right from work to the gym. It takes me about five minutes and this way I don't have to sit in traffic on the way home. So if it takes me an hour-ish to get to work, it would probably end up taking me about an hour and a half to two hours to drive home during that crazy rush hour. So it just makes more sense to just kind of stay a bit later at work, and then I go to the gym, and then I'm able to drive home late evening, and uh, traffic is much better. So I really enjoy doing it this way, but I also understand some people don't have this option if you have kids at home or maybe your significant other is not super keen on not seeing you for the entire day. I was lucky enough to marry somebody who uh, is very understanding of this, and luckily I was very much into the sport when we met, and so this wasn't a surprise, 
they were made aware of my obsession with jujitsu uh, right off the bat. I understand that not everyone is going to have that situation, so you kind of have to do what you have to do. But uh, it's something to consider, you know, especially if you are going to end up sitting in traffic for hours. You know, why not be rolling during that time and then just drive home after rush hour? Do the math for you. Um, see if you can find something close. You know, obviously that's the ideal situation, something close to your house. Um, but if not, consider, you know, something a bit farther out, but, you know, maybe something you'll you'll be next to during your kind of daily commute when you're out and about in the city. Now, that being said... I am super lucky because in addition to having an awesome significant other that understands these things, uh, the gym I go to actually has two locations. So one is near my work on the other side of the city, and the other is near my home. So if I am going to be around on the weekends, I can just go to that other location that's near my home, even though it's not my primary location. Again, I totally understand that not everyone is going to have these options, and I'm extraordinarily lucky to end up in this situation. It's been working out really well. So if you can't make the perfect ideal situation work, I would heavily recommend finding something around that 20 to 30 minute commute, whether it's from work to the gym or from your home to the gym. Um, ideally, you're probably gonna want to make it close to home if you do have the, the wife and kids or whatever that you need to get back to. You know, Maybe you have a dog or something, that way you can go from work to home Maybe get all your stuff together, have a quick bite to eat, water, you know, take care of your dog, say hello to your wife and kids, and then you can go to the gym from there. I remember when I first started doing BJJ, that was sort of how I made my schedule work. I would go from work to home, I would take a quick nap, I'd grab a bite to eat, get my ghee and all the stuff thrown into the bag, and then I would head out um, in time for the evening class. Also, everyone is going to have a bit different work schedule. So at that time, I think I was getting off work around 4.30 and the evening class didn't start until 6. So I had quite a bit of time to hang out before I needed to leave. Another thing to consider when it comes to finding a gym within that 30-ish minute, you know, 20 to 30 minute commute would be that when you first start, you're going to be probably very addicted. You're going to want to go all the time it's going to be very difficult for you to actually go out and do normal things with people. And, uh, and this is something that everyone will probably go through when they're first starting. But as time goes on, you may feel like it turns into a bit of a grind, right? You like try really hard to get your blue belt. It takes you know a year, a couple years, or however long. You finally get it, and you're like, okay, now what? You know, And then you just realize that that's kind of just the beginning. You know, what you thought was this goal ends up kind of being the beginning and you sort of realize that you're kind of nothing, right? You're not actually that great at this thing in the context of everyone else. And uh, for some people that ends up being kind of the end of their journey. You know, they feel like they reach this huge milestone only to stare into the abyss and realize the abyss is just staring back at them. And they're like, man, this is really exhausting, and it's a grind, and I get beat up every time I go to class. And, you know, kind of, I think I am ready to just hang out with my wife again, or see my friends again, or my family again, or, you know, go to the bar and get a couple beers. You know, man, that used to be nice. Remember when I used to do that? Well, some people are going to get lost at that point, and not really feel like it's worth coming back over and over again to get beat up over and over again. Especially once you hit that blue point, the progress gets a little bit slower. 
you kind of enter this situation where you're no longer making these huge leaps and bounds. Um, you know, you're not finding these huge revelations in your game. You know, maybe you've learned a lot of technique, and sure, there's always more technique to know, but a lot of it comes down to refining technique, too, the more you progress. And so you kind of don't have as many of those aha moments, and that can be a little disheartening for people. And so this is around the time when it actually does become very important to live closer to the gym, because being close to the gym will help you have one less reason not to go, right? So if you get home from work, it's been so long since you've, it feels like you've been good at the sport. You've just been in ground and dust by the upper belts. You know, uh, your peers are all starting to grow with you. You no longer have these huge aha moments. You're feeling kind of stuck. You're like, man, I would just love to stay home and just have a couple beers and watch some Netflix. Just have a, a nice, easy, relaxing day. My joints hurt. My body hurts. My soul feels crushed. Maybe work has been difficult lately. Maybe you're feeling stressed out about money. Man, is this you know gym membership really worth it? It's a lot more expensive than when I used to lift weights at the 24-hour fitness. Man, I sure wouldn't mind having some extra money. You know, all these thoughts are going to be going through your head. When it comes down to it, the closer you are, the more likely you are to go. Now, I also understand that this isn't going to be an issue for everyone. There are people who are going to have that drive, and it's never going to let go, right? Or maybe it just lets up a little bit, but never quite enough to really derail you from going. The other way to look at it, too, is it's okay if you decide that jujitsu isn't for you, right? But even if you do come to that conclusion, you're ultimately going to end up enjoying yourself a lot more with a shorter commute. Okay, so now that we've pounded that into the ground... Um, let's move on to once you've found a couple options in your local area, what kind of things should you look out for? Well, the first is going to be getting a gym that probably has a website, you know, with some images, uh, their location, contact information, a schedule. You know, this isn't the be all end all, and it doesn't have to be a really nice website or a modern, you know, it doesn't have to be this amazing thing. But it does end up being very handy if you can at least find a website that has a schedule on it. You know, you're not going to have it memorized right off the bat. Some days you'll be like, oh, geez, you know, are they open today? Or when is that afternoon class? Or when is that evening class? Or the beginner's class? You're not going to know it right off the top of your head. It's going to be super handy to pull it up on your mobile phone, on your way to the gym maybe even, as you're trying to remember what time that class started, and, uh, and then show up at the right time. It can also be really handy just during the research phase, so that you can actually see images of what this place looks like before you show up. You know, maybe you find a gym doesn't have a website, you show up, and it's just out of this dude's garage. You know, you're like, okay, this is not exactly what I had in mind, or maybe it is what you had in mind. But it's nice to know those things up front before you actually show up. Another benefit of finding a gym that has a website or an online presence of some kind is there's probably going to be some reviews and testimonials around. And even if they don't have a website, usually they'll still have some sort of platform like Facebook, or they'll at least have a profile in Google Maps or Bing Maps, whatever maps you like to use. And maybe people even reviewed them through there. Just like when you're going out to a restaurant and you want to make sure that the restaurant has good reviews and people actually like the food. It's kind of the same idea with finding a good BJJ gym. You want to make sure that 
people have actually had good experiences there. For the most part, the community is pretty solid, but occasionally there are some bad situations that can happen, and we'll go into that more in depth in a later episode. But for now, I just want to point out that occasionally these gyms will split, uh, especially if they become pretty large. You get multiple black belt instructors with conflicting personalities or egos, and sometimes things can get nasty. It would be a shame to end up at a gym where this was in the process of happening, or maybe it just happened. Additionally, sometimes you end up with instructors who do inappropriate things, and you can oftentimes see this reflected in the reviews as well. So if you go to the reviews and you see that it's filled with a bunch of women who say, these guys suck, I hate them, never go to this gym, you know, that might be a good indication that it's not filled with the greatest people. So a couple things to look out for there. I actually ended up at a gym where that exact thing had happened, where the the two instructors had split off, and uh, one of the instructors took a number of students with them. Now, I ended up staying at that gym for a number of years after, and actually have a ton of great memories at that gym. It's a really good gym to learn at and start at. I have no regrets in training there, but for a new person, it can be kind of a weird thing to go through, especially when you don't exactly know what's going on. Maybe you're not kind of in the loop, and you just sort of see the weird effects, or all of a sudden there's a bunch of people missing. And you're like, what is going on? You know, and uh, it can be a little awkward, um, especially if people expect you to choose between which instructor you liked more. You're like, I just got here, man. I don't know who either of these people really are or even who any of you are. Crazy drama. And like I said, it all ended up working out. And actually, even a number of those people ended up kind of coming full circle and I ended up training with some of them later and you know it's not a big deal at all everyone kind of moved on but it's probably not the place you want to be as a beginner especially if you're just getting introduced to the sport so you know maybe look for a gym that appears to be pretty stable probably has been around for a number of years has a large number of good online reviews fairly stable in the community appears to have a good mix of young and old and male and female grapplers, you know, beginners and advanced students. You definitely want that healthy mix of a number of different types of individuals. That's going to be pretty indicative of a good culture. Whereas if you show up, it's just a bunch of dudes beating the heck out of each other. Maybe they're super MMA focused, you know, might not be the best place to start training. Granted, if you want to go into MMA eventually, then that probably will be the best place to start training. But if you're not looking to get beat up every day, you just want to start out as a hobbyist and see where you go, I would definitely recommend uh, finding a more balanced culture. So that's going to be it for today. The next topic that we'll end up covering is the 15 questions to ask before signing up for a BJJ gym. And a number of these things that we're going to talk about during that are actually things we touched on today. Um, but we're just going to get a little deeper into some of those specific questions you should be asking. This concludes our podcast, but I appreciate you sticking around for the whole episode. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and please leave a review or send me a message to let me know what you thought. In order to make ends meet, I do sell ad space on the website. I also promote affiliate links to products that I think are worth endorsing and accept donations through Patreon. If you ever want to contribute, your support is greatly appreciated, but don't feel pressured to give anything that you can't afford to anyone ever. Until next time, tap early, train often, and most importantly, have fun.